Hey friends, and welcome to episode 118 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick, and today's episode is all about staying awake. If you're caught up on the show, then you know that I'm the mom of two adorable, precious girls who love to interrupt my beauty sleep just about every night. My three-year-old Camilla is currently somewhere between afraid of the dark and afraid to sleep by herself, so more than a few nights lately, she's ended up in a sleeping bag next to my bed. And my one-year-old is just doing her typical one-year-old things and letting out the most high-pitched screams I've ever heard in my entire life every night around 3 a.m. Most nights, I'm pulled out of bed for at least an hour getting someone back to sleep. As you can imagine, that makes the next day pretty routinely rough. My coffee intake has skyrocketed, and what used to be my morning cup has turned into my morning cup plus my second morning cup, followed by my afternoon cup. All this coffee drinking got me curious about coffee and productivity. But not just coffee, what about caffeine in general if you're not into coffee? Is it possible to drink for productivity? Is there a best way to drink coffee? The answer might just surprise you, and that's exactly what I'm talking about in this episode. Keep listening to find out how much caffeine is too much caffeine, why you should be adding water to your caffeine routine, when to look out for your caffeine crash, and the right way to drink caffeine for productivity. And because I know you're probably making the most of your time and you're listening in the car while you're in the Starbucks drive-thru or you're doing stuff around the house, it might be a little inconvenient for you to stop what you're doing and take notes. Don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details from this episode over in the show notes, plus links to any of the resources I'll mention. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 118. And y'all, it still blows my mind that I've recorded more than a hundred episodes of It's About Time at this point. So thank you so much for continuing to tune in each week and support the show. All right, it's about time we get started. So let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. If grabbing a coffee or some jolt of caffeine is a part of your morning routine, you're not alone. On average, adults consume somewhere in the range of 110 to 260 milligrams of caffeine every day. That adds up to about two and a half cups of coffee, or my favorite, two grande peppermint mochas from Starbucks. That's two little bottles of five-hour energy, which I haven't had one of those since a bachelorette party in 2011. That's three Red Bulls, no offense, but gross, uh, five Diet Cokes, or nine cups of green tea. 
According to the FDA, healthy adults should limit caffeine consumption to 400 milligrams max. And I actually found a really cool chart of the caffeine content of the different drinks I mentioned above. So I'll be sure to include that in the show notes. Too much caffeine can lead to restlessness, jitters, and insomnia. And if you've ever had the coffee jitters, you know they're not fun. But don't misunderstand me here. I'm definitely not telling you to give up caffeine. I mean, I'm certainly not giving it up anytime soon. Instead, here are three tips to help use caffeine productively without overdoing it. I'll probably use coffee as an example a good bit, but if you're a soda drinker, if you love energy drinks, or you're a big fan of green tea, it's less about the drink itself and more about the caffeine. So I just wanted us to get on the same page. First, this one might surprise you. Don't drink coffee as soon as you wake up in the morning. So it turns out a caffeinated beverage right after you wake up can actually decrease your body's natural energy levels. Well, that's basically the opposite of what we were going for, right? In his book, When the Scientific Secrets of Perfect Timing, Author Daniel Pink says that the best time to have your first cup of coffee is about 60 to 90 minutes after you wake up. 60 to 90 minutes after you wake up. So that's because caffeine interferes with the production of cortisol. And that's the hormone that signals to your body to be awake and responsive. Cortisol levels usually peak around 8.30 in the morning. So remember back in episode 117 where we talked about morning larks, night owls, and third birds? That's the natural energy peak that larks and third birds feel, and that's the rebound that night owls feel. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, go listen to episode 117 and find out whether you're a morning lark, a night owl, or a third bird. So Dan Pink says that people reach for a cup of coffee in the morning in an almost addictive way, but we're much better off letting our cortisol peak naturally, and then when it starts to decline, come in and hit it with a caffeine boost from coffee. So instead of heading straight to the coffee pot when your eyes open, consider drinking a glass of ice water. I actually shared this tip back in episode 93, quick and easy, seven simple productivity hacks that could change everything. And by the way, that's my most downloaded episode of all time. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, you definitely don't want to miss it. So when you drink a glass of ice water right when you wake up, you're rehydrating yourself after six to eight hours of fasting. I always picture like a droopy flower. And then when you water the flower, all of a sudden it just perks up a little bit. That's basically what you're doing whenever you wake up in the morning and you reach straight for a glass of ice water. Ice water helps you feel more alert, and supposedly there are benefits like jumpstarting your metabolism and helping you flush out toxins. That seems like a win-win. So to make this morning step a no-brainer, especially because I am not a morning person, I fill up an insulated tumbler with ice water. I am obsessed with, a it's a light pink corksicle tumbler. I think it's the 20, yeah, it's the 24 ounce one. I'm actually drinking out of it right now. Um, So I actually fill up my pink corksicle tumbler before bed with ice water and put it on my nightstand. So when I wake up, it's right there and it's ready for me without having to make my way to the kitchen to fill a glass. Literally, I just reach over, chug water, and (laughs) once I've had my glass of water, 
then I'll enjoy a delicious cup of that life-giving coffee. Do I wait until an hour after I wake up like Dan Pink recommends? No, no, I do not. We're talking like 15 minutes max. Maybe I'll consider experimenting with waiting just to see if I feel a difference, but don't hold your breath. And yes, just because something is recommended by an expert doesn't mean I'm going to do it. Sometimes you just have to do what's right for you. All right, coffee tip number two. If you drink more than one cup of coffee or soda or whatever, be sure to drink a full glass of water between cups. So start the day with your ice water, then have coffee, then have a water, and then have another coffee if you want. That's a lot of liquid. Yes, you'll probably be making a lot more trips to the bathroom, but just consider it a great way to get your steps in. Coffee, and actually all caffeinated drinks to some degree, are diuretics. And that means that they dehydrate your body. Plus, the acidity of coffee and sodas can irritate your stomach. When you drink a glass of water between multiple caffeinated drinks, you're able to replenish what the caffeine has dehydrated. And disclaimer, I am not a dentist, but I've also read that drinking water right after having coffee can also reduce your chances of coffee staining your teeth. So of course, actually brushing your teeth is probably going to be your best bet, but drinking water seems like a good second option. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules, and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you wanna know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. All right, tip number three. 
watch out for the dreaded caffeine crash. A caffeine crash can look a little like this. Feeling super tired in the middle of the day, having trouble focusing, feeling irritable, and just generally feeling out of it. For some, a caffeine crash can feel stronger, providing a hangover-like experience with nausea and headaches. Basically the opposite of what you were hoping for when you drank coffee in the first place. Now, here's the interesting thing about the caffeine crash. When I was researching for this episode, I found a lot of conflicting info on when the crash actually happens. Some articles said the crash is typically three to four hours after having caffeine, but some said that it takes eight to 14 hours for caffeine to metabolize. That's a really big difference. So here's what I take from that. Pay attention to your body. Whenever you drink coffee or caffeine next, pay attention to when you feel yourself losing focus or fatigued. I'll admit, sometimes it's hard for me to tell if I'm tired because I was up from three to four rocking a baby or if I'm tired because I'm caffeine crashing. Whenever you begin to recognize when you typically crash, here's what you can do with that info. First, use it to set your caffeine deadline for the day. I know that if I'm going to have an afternoon cup, I've got to start it around 2.15 and no later than 3 o'clock. Any later than that and the caffeine affects my sleep. Second, when you know your crash time, you can use it strategically. So let's say that you want to go to sleep at a certain time or you want to sleep on a flight. If you know that your coffee crash happens around the five-hour mark, then have a cup of coffee about five hours before your flight or whatever it is that you want to fall asleep for. You have the cup of coffee, and right as that caffeine crash is happening, you're able to lean into the tired and go to sleep. It's an interesting little hack, especially since normally when we think of caffeine, we think of staying awake, not using it to be strategically tired. And, you know, I know I said there would be three tips, but I'm throwing in a bonus tip. So when he was writing the book, The Productivity Project, Chris Bailey did tons of different productivity experiments to find out what worked and what didn't. It's a really cool book, and I'll be sure to link to it in the show notes. One of those experiments included giving up all forms of caffeine, alcohol, and sugary drinks for an entire month just to see what would happen. He found out that without alcohol, his energy skyrocketed, particularly on weekends. Plus, the amount of energy he had was stable and didn't fluctuate as much. Without caffeine, he learned that our bodies adapt to the amount of caffeine we have on a regular basis. So let's say you're new to coffee. You have a cup in the morning, you feel super alert and focused, And you like it. So you have your one cup of coffee every morning. But after a while, you just don't feel the same alert, focused feeling you once had. So you add a second cup of coffee and it's back. And after that second cup, you're feeling awake and focused and ready for anything. But then after a while, you guessed it. You notice you're not quite as alert and focused as you once were. And do you see where this is going? If you have a cup of coffee at the same time every morning, that becomes your body's new normal. And with that new normal, it's almost as if you didn't drink any coffee at all. 
So if you really want to be strategic about coffee for productivity, instead of having a coffee habit, have a cup of coffee when you really need to focus and only when you really need to focus. Again, I will not be doing this. I'm going to continue enjoying my morning cup about 15 minutes after my glass of water each morning. But if you want to try it, it really sounds like this is the most productive way to drink coffee or green tea or your energy drink or your Diet Coke. The best way to drink coffee for productivity is not habitually, but strategically, only when you need it. So there you have it. Whether you take your coffee with cream, sugar, black, or you don't do coffee at all, we've covered caffeination and how you can be more productive with your next pot of coffee. As always, all the details from today's episodes, including links to the books I mentioned, can be found in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 118. I also want to thank Morgan Smith, a writer for CNBC's Make It, who I had the opportunity to talk with several weeks ago. And during our conversation, I told her I was planning to do an episode about coffee, and she sent the most amazing article that she had written about the right way to drink coffee, or actually the fact that we're all drinking coffee the wrong way. So I'll be sure to link to Morgan's article in the show notes as well. And before we go, let me tell you a little bit about next week's episode, episode 119. Talking about money can be kind of awkward sometimes, but Sarah Becker's not letting that stop her. She's the financial whiz behind Becker Talks Money. You might remember her from episode 18 of It's About Time. And she's joining me for a conversation about investing, retiring early, and getting more comfortable with conversations about cash. All right, that's it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.